The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Another day, another massive Dodgers move. Teoscar Hernandez, the Dodgers one-year deal, deferred money. You've heard this story before. Robbie Ray to the Giants. And the Padres are a day closer to opening day and falling seemingly further behind in the National League West. All right, John and Jim with you. It is the wrap-up show on a Sunday night. We're inching closer towards spring training, about five weeks away from that starting, we're just over two months away from the Padres and Dodgers in Korea, that Korea series kicking off on March 20th. If you are here, as we always tell you, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, we have year-round content for baseball fans with a Padres angle to it. You can smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We'll get to every super chat. It's a great way to support our work. You can click the dollar sign below the chat box. And also, if you want to become a member, you can click the join button down below. Um, Teoscar Hernandez is a big-time hitter and an outfielder that's joining the Dodgers, this super team uh, in Los Angeles, adding another piece here today to their lineup. And we're waiting still on the Padres just to have an outfielder on their 40-man roster, Jim, because they have just two. So the Dodgers have now spent $1.2 billion this offseason. Every other major league team combined has spent $1.225 billion this. Oh, so they've actually been outspent. They've been outspent. They're barely spending. Yeah, yeah. So baseball has not yet outspent the Dodgers, which is nice, which is good. But then you get to the details of Teoscar Hernandez's contract, and you're like, so more deferrals? Eight and a half million of his $23.5 million one-year deal. This is crazy. It's deferred, and it's going to be paid out between 2030 and 2039. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a million a year, essentially, for like so nine it years. kicks in in six years. Which, yeah. I mean, the Dodgers deferrals are crazy. It, because it's not it's just insane. like we thought it was all Otani. It turns out Betts has deferrals. Freeman has deferrals. Hernandez has deferrals. Does Yamamoto have deferrals? 
I don't think Yamamoto has yeah, I don't think he does. deferrals, no. But, I mean, look at this offseason. I mean, this is a joke of an offseason. Again, you don't – I'm not saying – they haven't won anything. But Glasnow, Yamamoto, uh, Hernandez, Otani, I mean, this is comical and not in a good way <laughs> if you're a fan of anyone else in the National League West like the Padres. I mean, this is an embarrassment of riches is what it is. They've already crossed over, I think, now the second tax threshold – in getting Hernandez here today. And Hernandez turned down longer-term deals to go sign with the mm -hmm. Dodgers. And he can flat-out hit. He didn't even have a great year last year, but he had a good enough year where you know he's going to fall out of bed probably hitting about 30 home runs and driving in 100 and hitting left-handed pitching. And he's a veteran outfielder that has consistently hit throughout the course of his career, and he's hit in good hitter's yards. He didn't hit a lot in Seattle, but it's not a good hitter's yard. But I would expect that to improve playing at Dodger Stadium. Well, the good thing is the Padres don't have any left-handed starting pitching. So good point. I, you, Forty you chess. You can't get beat from a, a guy that cr crushes lefties. If you left don't have any pitching. lefties in your starting rotation. Yeah, that's a good point. I AJ's like making chess moves left and right. The Dodgers like spending a billion dollars. I Look, dude, I like that. And it's not the only move that was made in the NL West uh, over the past week. Robbie Ray, who was a former now uh, Seattle Mariner. Cy Young Award winner um, goes to the Giants. That move is more or less for like not this upcoming season, but the following season. Because I mean, how much are you going to get from a guy coming off of Tommy John surgery that's going to return in what August? Well, he had the surgery in June or July, so I think he could be back in June or July. But it's a fair point. I, but they have him under control for twenty five and twenty six because he won't opt out, right? So I actually, so that, I really like the move. Like as an unbiased, like just seeing this move, if I was the Giants, I'd make that move every day of the week. I'm not putting my eggs all in 2024. If I get something out of him, great. But his numbers are good, even post. He's had good numbers when he's been healthy. And you're getting 2025 and 26. So he should be fine off, off Tommy John. Most guys are. So I like it as a long-term play. Yeah, they got rid of a horrible deal yeah. with Di Sclafani, and they got rid of a guy that's giving you nothing with Mitch Hanniger. Yeah. So yeah. good deal for them. Yeah. Um, but it just goes back to like the Dodgers spending all this money. It's going to make it so much sweeter when they eventually not win the World Series. Yeah. If that's how it plays out, I completely agree. Just got to play out that way. But it's scary. It's all about giving yourself the best odds, even though baseball is such a, just a random sport. You can win 130 games in a season and still not win a World Series. Mm hmm. Because you faced against some good pitching and your hitters go cold in a five game series and you're screwed. It's just, it's such a weird sport. It's like, it's almost best served if you go into the postseason as a team that won 85 games, but you're super hot than a, than a team that won 115 that did nothing for the last month and a half. So that's just the way the sport is. But wouldn't you say, John, at this point in time, just from how much they've spent, and this is just a one year deal for Hernandez, but you still have bets, Freeman, Ronnie. Yamamoto. Uh, I mean, I like Will Smith in that lineup. Will Smith. Like, yep. these guys are going to hear, be here for a long time. I, I It would be it, it would be foolish not to think that potentially this team isn't going to win at least one World Series in the next four years. I mean, the, I the odds, I agree. Listen, the math supports that, but it's to your point that you're kind of making here. There is obviously no guarantee of None. it i mean they're clearing away the favorites heading in 
2024, but being a favorite, I mean, even having a 20% chance of winning World Series, which is extremely high odds, means there's an 80% chance you don't win the World Series. I just, this is what I know, that they'll stumble easily to 100 wins. Easily. Because it's just what they do. Now, that's not the end-all, be-all. Happened in 2022, Padres beat them in the postseason. So you got to find your way in, and we could touch on what Bob Nightingale predicted for the Padres in 2024 as well as we continue on because he basically prognosticated that here's a team that's not going to spend because they've got like $20 million left to spend, so they're out on all big names, which is fair. I think that's reasonable. But he said they went from you know being a World Series contender to just merely trying to be a wildcard contender. And I'm like, well, that's the same thing. These wildcard contenders are World Series contenders. Look at the Phillies two years ago, right. look at the Diamondbacks last year. Um, but the overall point is this. The Dodgers will be in the post like they'll be in the postseason the next four years. They'll likely be in the postseason the next 10 years, certainly nine of the next 10 years. What are they gonna do in the postseason? To everyone's point, nobody has any clue. Mm-hmm. Nobody has any clue. Yeah. The the shift has to be, and I know um Mike Schultz was like, We gotta beat them in the division and win a division yeah, that's, title. That's done. The shift has to be not can we how we beat the Dodgers in the regular season, but how can we beat the Dodgers in a postseason quick five game series? Yeah. They they have that's, the formula. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've done it before, but they're not gonna be with Blake Snell or Josh Hader. So those are problems. Yeah, but although um, I mean Hader had no um excuse me, Snell had no factor in that Dodgers series. He pitched well in game what four? No, three. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he, he had a he played a big role in that series. Um but uh but yeah, Sean Maniah today going for two for twenty eight with the Mets, fourteen million a year. <laughs> I, I know that was a name that was kind of viewed as like should should they bring Sean Maniah back just because they don't have any lefty starters? But I I I just hate how Sean Mania admitted he literally quit on this team mm-hmm. in 2022, and he just kind of like owned it in. Like that's bullshit. I'm surprised the team like gave him that much money after some guy admitted to being lazy. Like fuck you, dude. That that was bush, man. I hated that from Sean Mania. So yeah, I'm glad but, he's not coming back here. No, I agree with that. I'm glad he's not coming back. But when are we going to get to the point? I'm hearing this so often, and I've been I'm guilty of it. So like, oh my gosh. One year, 14 for a start. Every pitcher gets one year, 14. There's not one we, starting pitcher that made 25 starts last year in the big leagues is not getting $13 million. How many times in the wrap-up show, John, did we talk about like 14, 15, 16, $18 million? We never once were like, yeah, this guy probably get like six or seven. No, no, it was no, always all, 10, 12, 15, yeah. $18 range. Everyone. Every, every single one is. I mean, the only ones that aren't are like, oh, this guy's a reliever that's trying to work his way into a rotation, or this guy's coming off Tommy John, or this guy has 6'6 ERA. Even guys with 6 ERAs, Lucas Giolito, got two years, 38. My, my point is, as opposed to getting like, oh, my gosh, how are they getting this money? No, that's just the going rate for starting pitching. Right. The going rate for starting pitching of someone that's healthy, that's a veteran and a free agent, is – the complete floor is $10 million, but it's really more like 12 or $13 million. And that's why the Padres are in on no one. Yep. Cause they don't that's have ex- it. That's exactly right. The Padres are not I, at this point in time, John, I would be shocked if they signed a starter, like a legitimate, right. like, like a Marcus Stroman or, no, exactly. who, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like with the money that these pitchers are going for, for AAVs, mm-hmm. 
I would put it at like less than five percent. They sign somebody to yeah uh, to a contract. deal that pays them ten million dollars. Yeah, ten million a year. Yeah, just I, I just you I have twenty million left to spend, and you have currently one outfielder on your team still. It's like the Dodgers are signing Teoscar Hernandez, and you're kind of praying that you can get Jerks and Profar on a one year deal. Um, okay, yeah. Steve Owen, thank you for the first super chat here of the night. Guys, if you're here, please subscribe. You're on content for baseball fans. You can smash the like button and thank you for the super chats. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. As you know, we'll get to every single super chat. We do appreciate your support of the channel. Sunday night edition of the wrap up show with spring training about five weeks away. Padres still like that do something meme. Please do anything. Do something. Gosh. Um, Steve's saying, but LA will make the playoffs. We all agree on that. We will be lucky to be 500. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know because we still need to see the finished roster. I don't know if the Padres will be lucky to be 500. I think that's probably going a little far to say they'll be lucky to be mm -hmm. 500. But I also don't think it's a guarantee right now that the Padres are able to replicate their win total or surpass it in 2024. Can you get to 85 wins? That's the question. Or help. I, like that right there is can you get can you get to 84 can you get to 85 and honestly who knows if that number is even going to be a number that gets you in the postseason next year true previous year in 2022 it was 86 mm -hmm. that got you in last year was 84 that got you in right i don't think it's going lower than 84 <laughs> no what was it, in the american league wasn't it like 87 88 this past year yeah american it league was it, was around, it was closer to 90 yeah you know so to be safe, to feel safe, I think 87, 88 wins is like mm -hmm. you feel safe. Yeah, definitely. 84 is like you're really rolling the dice here, hoping that the rest of the bottom half of the National League isn't better than that. Mm -hmm. Um, so can you get to that mark? And as of right now, like I saw these they're they're trolls, but like this is not a better roster than it was last year. No question about it. Sure. Like not even close, guys. I don't know what world you're living in where you think that this roster with no Juan Soto on it, um, you have a bunch of question marks. You have two spots in your outfield that aren't filled. You have no DH. You have uh, no first baseman. Like, I don't see in what world you just lost your Cy Young and the best closer in the game that you think this roster is better than last year's might they might this roster whatever the final product is might they win more than 82 games yeah maybe but you can't tell me on face value when you look at the roster that they're better than last year's and you also can't tell me that the dodgers and diamondbacks and arguably the giants haven't improved their rosters <laughs> okay right. so so you haven't Right, San Diego has not improved the roster. We can all agree on that. You, you could have been a Padres fan for 60 years. I think we'd all agree it's not a better roster without Hader, Snell, and Soto. It's not better. You could yeah. argue it's more rounded out or they have a better manager. It's more cohesive. We'll see how it plays out. But it's also inarguable that the Dodgers don't have a better roster, that the Diamondbacks don't have a better team, and the Giants aren't at least trying. Now, I don't think they've made massive wholesale change with Jung-Hoo Lee, Robbie Ray second half. We'll see if they land anyone else. But and forget about Colorado because if you're having a conversation about Colorado, it's already going to be a bit a bad year. But that's the problem. Um, you're you're not better conceivably, and the other teams are. So how do you overcome all of that? Who was the pitcher they signed, Rodriguez? The Diamondbacks? 
I always forget. Yeah, his it was first like four, Eduardo Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez. It was like yep. a four-year, eighty-five million dollar deal or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Diamondbacks coming off of their World Series run, they got better. Dodgers, obviously. Giants, I think it's to be determined, like what Jung Hu Lee really is. Sure. Bobby Ray won't be pitched until the second half of the year. You would think there's more moves to make there because there's still a lot of big names left on the board, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you're the Padres, you're, you're you're watching the rest of the National League, and you haven't gotten better. You, like you might have created more of a better environment. I don't like maybe maybe we don't know, but vibes don't win games. They might win a couple, but if you're telling me right now, would you take the good vibes over good players? I know what happened last year with the Padres, but give me the good players all every day. These good players got to be really good. I mean, we said that a little bit last week. They just got to be really good to give you a shot. Like Tatis has got to be Tatis, and Machado has got to be Machado, and Bogarts yeah. has to be Bogarts. I mean, Breaking it news. sounds stupid, exactly. but it's just it is it is the truth. And if you lack productivity from someone you're paying like that, I just don't know how you overcome it. And then this rotation. I mean, what is it? Musgrove off an injury, Darvish who's just been injured, King hopefully upside there. I think there probably is, mm-hmm. and then who knows what else? It's just there's so many question marks from from having Blake Snell in your rotation and having Joe Musgrove what you thought he was heading into 2023 to not having question marks about Musgrove and not having Snell. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, I can't be convinced this team is better than they were a year ago. Now, they could play better, but I can't mm-hmm. be convinced the individual parts are better unless something drastic changes in the next five weeks. Yeah, you hope if if the big-time players play better, then this team record-wise could have a better record than last no year, potentially, for sure. But, man, those are some big holes you got to fill, dude. Big holes. And everyone's saying, well, they only won 82 games with those guys on the roster. Well, yeah, but those guys actually performed. And so now if you get the guys that didn't perform last year and you're without the guys that actually performed to help you drag your ass to 82 wins, you're still missing a Cy Young Award pitcher, a top 10 hitter in baseball, your your left fielder, an all-star, and the best closer in the game. So you still have to make up for those losses in some way or fashion. Well, they do have go. Oh, that's right. And Matt Matt Suey. So everybody's saying that the, the these you know subtractions on this team is addition by subtraction. I mean, what world are we living in when you lose your Cy Young Award, your best the best closer in the game in Juan freaking Soto, and you tell me you're better? I hope that that's the, I hope they end up winning more than eighty two games. But when you have no center fielder or left fielder right now, and no left handed starting pitcher in your in your rotation. And no left-handed and hitters in your lineup. No left-handed hitters not in your very lineup. Good ones. They had Jake Cronenworth. I got to see it. And right now, I don't like have that much confidence when you're telling me oh, everything would be fine. You know, Austin says haven't lost Snell yet. I mean, I hate to be the guy to say this. Sorry, Austin. He's gone. You know, gone. I mean, when when you're not going after Seth Lugo, you can't afford Seth Lugo and Michael Waka. And Nick Martinez, you can't afford Blake Snell. And they weren't saving up all those pennies to put it in to Snell. I mean, this this would be a miracle 
if Blake Snell returns to the Padres. And I'd be, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine what that deal even looks like. And I don't even know if it's a good deal for the Padres if they could pull that off. But I think that would be utterly shocking. Like we both think that signing a starting pitcher that makes 12, 13, 14 a year would be pretty surprising. I think Snell would be utterly shocking coming off the year he just had and the payroll issues the Padres are having. And it is a question because I, I see Austin in the chat asking, like, why hasn't anybody signed him yet? And I think that's, that's the question a lot of Bellinger, people. That's baseball. Yeah. It's a weird sport. I put Blake Snell into the category. And I said this too, like, you just won the Cy Young and no one's, I mean, no, there's interest. Very little rumors about Blake Snell. Would you agree on that? I think it's Maybe starting to heat up. Yeah. A little bit. But usually if you won the Cy Young Award, you're probably like going to come off the board quickly, I would say. This is what Blake. This is the Blake Snell market where I teams are hesitant, and I, I don't blame them to give a guy who's had two good seasons in his entire career, maybe two and a half, if you count twenty twenty two. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The, big time the, contract. It's true. It's just the two good were really good. <laughs> they were you know, and if, you can, if you get one more of those and it's the right team at the right time, like the New York Yankees or the LA Dodgers, it's the right team at the right time. And all of a but, sudden you're winning World Series. But if you give them a six-year deal and four of those years are not good and one and a half are? I don't know. If, yeah, that, that, sure. There's risk there. I mean, he he was... It's a risky he was big three years signing. here. He, he was three. Yeah. I mean, I think six years is probably risky. I mean, I think you'd probably prefer five. Um, I think he deserves a Rodon type deal. I don't know if he's going to get it. I think he deserves it based on what he's accomplished. Age plus. Ex, uh, yeah. I mean, I think he deserves it. I don't know if he's going to get it, but I think he's going to get it. I'd be shocked if he doesn't get $150 million. Yeah. Me too. Unless he you goes, know? unless he goes like, Short, yeah, the two, super short, two high AAV, yeah, two for, yeah, two for, 80, two for 80. 85 or something like That'd that. Be cra- Again, Padres aren't in, in either of those scenarios. The long deal, the short deal, they don't have it near that money. And again, you're running into, we can pretend like it's, it might not be fair, but it's just the truth. The Dodgers have eight billion in TV revenue guaranteed over 20 years. The Padres have less money than I have my wallet guaranteed over the next 20 years in television. That's probably not true, but I mean, we don't no. know what it is. Yeah, the the, pot, the way the Padres are going to have to win moving forward is the the big time names they they still have on this roster have to perform at a at the high level that they're paid to do, and they're going to need a couple guys in their system to hit. Just plain and simple, point blank, you're going to need. And it doesn't. I don't know who those will be, but you're going to need a couple. Um, because if you don't, if this farm system doesn't produce a guy that, you know. <laughs> is an everyday player impact guy, you know, makes a difference. It's going to be hard. And that's what they're banking on. Yeah, they're absolutely. Um, they're absolutely banking on that. And I will say this. Did you see that MLB.com is putting out their top 100 prospect rankings and no team will have more top 100 players than the San Diego Padres. That's great. I, I, Which I is amazing, actually. 
They'll have sorry, eight of the top I 100. I literally don't care. Yeah, well, no, you have to care when you're saying they need to hit on these players. I'm saying, well, they've got eight in the top 100. No, no other no. team has, has more than six. So at least what they I, have a shot to hit on some of these players. What I mean is it means nothing to me unless a couple of these guys hit. Like, I don't care about rankings. It's great to look on paper and make people excited about it. But we've seen this team be number one in rankings before, many times over in the minors. And it's equated to nothing. So until it equates to something. I don't know if it's equated to nothing. Like Tatis was part of that ranking system when it was number one. He was in their system. He was okay. one, He was their top prospect. He hit. Okay. But I mean, at the same time, they 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 need like the wave, which is the first time they had this wave come through. Didn't I mean all those guys are gone, John? They're all gone. Yeah, I mean, other than like Tatis, which is again a pretty but the wave of Abrams one. and Gore, but the, and, but and then they traded a, all of them away for Soto. Yeah, and again, that's hard to be critical of because in real time nobody was. Capisano has not. Uh, give me gotta play 120 plus games dude he has he has been he has injured the potential to to be a yeah he's a been regular. injured he's been injured he has he has potential for sure he's gonna probably be this team starting catcher next year but can you get through a full season without being injured true but i mean i'm i think you me and the fence post are trading cj abrams and mackenzie gore for Juan soto and who who would have ever expected what then transpired which is then trading away Juan soto um Chano or Chano. Thank you for the super chat, guys. If you're here, appreciate the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of them. Please subscribe if you're here. We've got year on content for you. He says, uh, Why couldn't the Padres do the Luke Rayleigh trade? Seattle gave up nothing. Also, who's better, Brito or Vasquez? Um, Rayleigh last year somehow had an 823 OPS, which is huge, obviously. Um, but previously really hadn't done much as I look or had he no, not really. Yeah. I don't know really the full extent of the trade. I know he had a good year last year, burrito and Vasquez. I also know nothing about other than the fact that they were pitching in the big leagues with a level of success last year for the Yankees in a limited role. Um, I would expect both probably start the year in the Padres bullpen would be my guess. Yeah. The, the Luke Rayleigh trade, like Padres don't have him, So I don't, I don't really know, but uh, Brito and Vasquez, those are guys, like you said, they're going to be put in the bullpen. They're going to give up. They're going to be given opportunities for sure. And mm -hmm. they showed some flashes last year against the Padres. Um, but they're going to have to, of the trade they make for Soto, would you agree that maybe not all of them, but who would you say that needs to, perform big out of those five guys like give me two players of i think deal. the number the number one is drew thorpe the pitching prospect that's the number one for me that has to hit he's someone i'm counting on to be like a top two starter in rotation for a half decade if i'm making a trade of juan soto Over that would King? be my hope yeah because king's only under control for another year right 25 yeah two more years yeah right. so definitely drew thorpe i mean drew thorpe's my number one and michael king's my number two because those yeah. are two starters, and one of them has a chance to be in your rotation for a half decade at a at a very low cost. And theoretically, if they've scouted this right, you know, could be a, a big piece, a centerpiece 
for your rotation. But uh, to your point, they got to hit. I mean, Drew, if Drew Thorpe hits, mm-hmm. that's big. That's encouraging. Ma- yeah, massive. You yeah. know, and, and I, again, who knows if he will? And the rankings would mean way more to me if this team had and under AJ Proler had consistent success of developing guys through the system and coming up to the big leagues. Like if if they had done that in the past that and these players are still on this team and they're performing with this team and being impact players on this team, not other teams, this team. Yeah, but the this team thing, like Kyle Glazer pushed back at that when you asked him that question on Friday. He's like, well, he, they have actually developed players. They've traded them away for major league players. You know, that's it's hard to be critical of being like, well, they didn't get anything out of Abrams and Gore, but they traded for Juan Soto. I know, and then they traded Juan Soto a year early. True, that you can be critical of, <laughs> and we have been. Yeah, um, I was, I was fine. I with it. I'm just, I'm just the way that AJ Perler has operated, building up these players in the minors and then trading them away, has not worked. No, so it hasn't my, worked. My, so my point is like, you, you need to have these guys hit, stay with this team, and then saying, hey, the Padres were ranked first in top 100 prospects in all of baseball will mean something because the guys in that top 100, three of them hit or whatever, how many of them they had. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I think when you look at some of these players like the Merrills, the Drew Thorpes, um, who else? Let's go, let's go, Robbie Stellings. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully a majority of these guys really do pan out and impact them sooner rather than later. Salas within the next couple of years. Salas right? for sure. Exactly. But well, Sal- by the way, Salas, um, I think we both agree. If that dude is anywhere close to the major leagues next year, what are yeah. we doing? Mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Um, Richard, thank you for your generous super chat. He says LA's postseason shortfalls have been mocked. Fair. 2020 was labeled fake. If these moves get them a World Series win, then it was bought. On paper, they're stacked. Reality, games are not played on paper. Well, there will be some of that. Listen, if the Dodgers win the World Series next year, people will say they bought it. Yeah. Oh, they deferred money. They cheated. They took advantage of a system <laughs> nobody else was able to take advantage of. But mm-hmm. it would but it will stand up in time because it won't be 60 games and it'll be a 162 game season and they won the World Series. So, but they got to go do that. Um, and people are always going to hate on teams like the Dodgers and the Yankees. They spend, they win, they annoy. I know Richard's a Dodgers fan, but yeah, I mean, listen, I think if I was a Dodger fan and if they win the World Series, I'd have bigger concerns than people saying they bought it. The 2020 thing is tricky because the season was so abnormal. But in 2024, it's going to be very hard to criticize whoever wins the World Series, even if they spend a lot of money to do it. I mean, if you win the World Series, you win the World Series. You know, I don't Dude, think there's that's that is what it is. This is the same thing that happened with the, the Padres last season. They spent a boatload of money. And if they won the World Series, they probably would have been deemed as a team that bought a World Series. Potentially. But would anybody, but would anybody care? No, not no. here. No fans of any team care at all if the World Series, not not if the World Series is bought, but you get my point. If the team mm-hmm. is a bunch of high-priced free agents or if they're, they're a team built from a bunch of high-priced trades, like nobody of that team, fan base-wise, gives two shits. It's about winning the championship. And if your team wins a championship, I don't care how they did it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, it, it could be all rookies. It could be all guys making $150 million. Like, it doesn't matter to me. At the end of the day, 
whatever team you're a fan of wins the World Series, you don't care. It doesn't. It it does not matter if it's built or bought or uh, whatever the case may be. And that's the same. That's what what Dodger fans are going to deal with if they win the World Series in the next couple of years. No one's everyone's going to make fun of them for buying the World Series, but will fans care? No, they won't. Same thing no. with Padres fans. Doesn't matter. I wonder, like you said, the Padres spent a lot of money last offseason. I mean, but nothing compares, and that's because of Otani and the seven hundred million. I mean, nothing is anywhere close Nowhere to the close. Dodgers offseason here, right? At one point two million. What did the Padres spend last year other than Bogarts? Uh, they right? signed Manny Machado. Waka. Okay. Yeah, extended out Machado. That's fair. So two eighty if you wanted to then include over five hundred million dollars. Yeah. I'd probably include half the three fifty. But yeah, six okay, yeah, hundred fifty, yeah. Because he already already was under contract. But okay, yeah, five hundred. That's a lot of money. You're right. Half a half a billion. Yeah. The Padres. Maybe a little more to be honest with some of the moves, like Lugo, Waka. Maybe it added up to more than that. And then a a payroll of two hundred and fifty plus million dollars. Yep. Third in baseball. Padres won the World Series last year. Guarantee you. Every other fan base besides this one in San Diego would have said bought World Series. Yeah, you're nobody right. here, we wouldn't care. Nobody, would care. nobody, no. nobody would care. I That's how it is with the Dodgers. Don't care less. Could Dodger fans could give two shits. Dodgers fans would have given two shits. Well, I will say this. Dodger fans, I agree with you. I think the narrative would be they don't care. But then I look at the stuff we post on social media, and there's all oh, this care. interaction with Dodger fans, and they care. Which They care. Yeah, they care. Um, Steve, very, thank- it's a very soft fan. Like, very well, I, I think soft. It's a, I think it's sensitive. Sensitive, that's the word. I think very it's a very sensitive, sensitive one. Very sensitive fan base. Um, Steve, thank you again for the super chat. He says, the farm has been used to acquire players and Preller's likely to do it again because we can't sign anyone. Interesting. Will they dip into their system to acquire major league ready players for 2024 over the next five or six weeks? Will they turn to, I don't think Jackson Merrill's a good example. Will they turn to Marcy or other farmhands and potentially move them in an effort to bolster their major league readiness of their roster. I think it might be a little bit of fool's gold and a mistake to do that. But don't you think they're kind of in a position where they, don't you feel like they have to do something? They have to they have do no something. Left, yes. John, they have no left fielder or center fielder. Well, I know they'll have right those. Now. I know they'll have those guys. I was told that on opening day, those they will have those people in the field. But if those people are Jackson Merrill and Jacob Marcy, they still do not have a left fielder <laughs> or a center fielder. Yeah, right. I'd be very surprised if both of them were in the outfield to start next year. But you get my point. They're gonna have they're gonna have like living human beings out there playing left field and center well, field. Uh, but and one of them's name there. is Jerks and Profar, who has a six hundred OPS. And the other one's name is You have some breaking news tonight? You know what I mean. I mean that it's not gonna be better than that. And the other one is gonna be who else? Jose Azokar. So he's not going to be a starter, I don't think. They don't have a left fielder or a center fielder on this roster. No, but they will. Trust me. I have sources. Like like guys that are going to be legitimate guys or just like a human per, human being? Human, human beings. I can confirm they well, will have different, nine dude. people. You know it's different. Well, well you no, can of say course like, there's question marks on who they're going to have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. Like, that they do not have, and they will not have, and if they sign Jerickson Profar and have Jose Zocar out there, then still they don't have a left yeah. fielder, they don't have a center fielder. Yeah, I agree. I mean, what's kind of laughable is I heard people as recently as last week discussing Teoscar Hernandez to the Padres. He just got twenty four million dollars. 
Um, there was 0% chance that was going to happen. 0% chance. Uh, John, thank you for the super chat, man. Appreciate it. He says, F the Dodgers, go Padres, fire AJ. <laughs> Love the show. There. Boom. There's the wrap-up show for you. Thanks, John. But a yeah. uh, little too late to fire a Preller right now. Uh, I kind of like the super. Uh, guys, if you're here, we appreciate your support. We can't do it without your support. We couldn't do it without our title sponsor either, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, a great, great resource for Padres fans, San Diegans, people in Southern California. If you have any insurance need, you have to get in contact with Mark. I've got my homeowner's earthquake and a life insurance policy through Mark. Just by switching your insurance, you could save $750 or more. You can click the link in the description down below and you get free quotes online or call Mark. He's a huge Padres fan, a native San Diegan. He watches these shows with regularity, could be here right now. Um, so if you support this channel, if you want to support a local business, if you want to save money on your insurance, he's a great insurance agent. You can take it from us, take it from me. I filed a claim in 2022. He saved us thousands of dollars, dozens of hours of time. So please support our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have any insurance need, homeowners, earthquake, car, whatever it is. Get in contact by clicking that link in the description down below and call Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is above my head. Mnimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to our buddy Mark, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. So the full um, paragraph here from Bob Nightingale. Bobby. Is Bobby Nightingale. So this, I, I honestly believe he's got a vendetta against the Padres. Jim disagrees. I truly believe it in all of my heart. Um, I might, I might be, I might be agreeing with you. I'm telling you, man, something's very weird. Um, this. this is Bob Nightingale in his uh, Padres prediction for the off season in 2024. The Padres' wild spending days are over. They don't offer anyone more than five million dollars a year the rest of the winter. This is his prediction. Trying to spread out the remaining twenty million in their budget to fill about six different positions. Their World Series aspirations have melted into the goal of merely qualifying as a wild card contender, which is such a weird way of saying something. It would be one thing if he said their World Series aspirations have melted into a goal of finishing 500. But he's saying, well, they still have a goal of making the postseason. And we've seen how this plays out. And teams that make the postseason can make runs. But Bob Nightingale taking shots at A.J. Preller, Eric Atsenda, and the organization with five weeks to go until spring training, saying they got no money. Yeah, Bob, like you said at the start of the show, John, do you not realize that if you just make it as a wild card in the National League the last, what, four years, you go to the World Series? <laughs> Is it every year? Did like, Atlanta Did Atlanta win as a wild card in 2021? They did. Or, no, I forget. If, they might have won the division. Did they win? The, 20, I, know they, I know they won less than 80. They were less than 90 games. I forget. I can look it up. 2021. Uh, NL East. They might have won the division, though. They won the division. Okay. Okay. But yeah, the well, last two years, you're right. I mean, Diamondbacks. Last two years. Last two years, you make Probably. it in. Yeah. Um, did Washington win their division in 2019? They had to, right? And I say had to. They might. I don't know. Over Atlanta, <laughs> they were terrible early. Um, Atlanta won the division. Okay, so four, the last four full years, we have that right. Three have been wild cards to make the World Series out of the National League. Yeah, how many wild card teams won a World Series 
back in the 2010s a lot like a lot <laughs> you yeah so it's such my, a dumb argument so bob when when you say you're i know you're trying to insult the padres by saying yeah. that they're only Which a wild fine. card contender right well, guess what things have changed <laughs> and if you make it in as a wild card you have just as good a shot as anybody else to make the Crazy. world series it's not 1989. Like, like I get it. Like in 1989, you're screwed. The season's over. Yeah. Like the like uh, the um, back in the early 90s. I think it was the, the 100 win Giants team. The, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the, one of them missed out. Yeah. The the Padres in, in 07 would have been a wild card team. They didn't have to go and play the 163 exactly. in Colorado. Exactly. Like it's just times have changed, and I still believe that winning a division is a an amazing accomplishment and something that shouldn't be just thrown away um but the mindset i (laughs) I know you disagree i could care less but the mindset now isn't about the division um it's about the wild card and that's it like if you in the division that's a great accomplishment Mm -hmm. that is something I, i i wish the padres did last year and, and I wish that they could compete against the Dodgers in a regular season because I think that'd be really fun to have the mm-hmm. Padres Dodgers go down down the stretch competing for a division title. Definitely. That'd be awesome. Would. But we know that if you just get in, you have a damn good shot to make a uh, make a World Series. So Bob trying to insult the Padres there by calling them like what they say. What did he say? They're just their aspirations are just wild card merely, dreams. Merely, merely like merely making what is it? Um, that melted into the goal of merely qualifying as a wild card contender. But Meanwhile, hey, the Dodgers have won the division in the last two years. They've lost six consecutive. Uh, this is right, right? They've lost six consecutive playoff games. Oh, they lost bro. three to Arizona, three to the Padres. They haven't made it to the National League Championship Series either of the two years of winning the division. I just, I, I don't, I'm not losing sleep over the division. I mean, would I prefer to have a round off? I guess, but the teams that get the round off have been traditionally not great. So I don't listen. I tr- I believe heading into the year, like I have to be honest here. I believe heading into the year, there's no realistic path to winning the division. It's just what I believe, and I'd be surprised if the Padres finish within ten games of the Dodgers. You could have an amazing year and not finish within ten games of the Dodgers. You could win ninety games and not finish within ten games of the Dodgers next year. So you can't worry about the Dodgers, even though everyone yeah. is, and that's understandable. But you can't worry about them because. Their, their win total projections at Fangraphs, Jim, are going to be 106 and a half or something. It's going to be stupid. And the Padres' win total projections are going to be 82 and a half. So unless you know we get some miracle, um, we have to live with the reality. And the reality is this. Get into the postseason. Because teams get have in, beaten the Dodgers in the postseason. Yeah, get into the postseason and be playing your best baseball. I know the last year, you're like, well, if they got in, they, you know, like... Dude, you know how much of a fool's gold September that was last season? It was. I agree. And they were so injured down the stretch, too. They had no Musgrove. They had no Manny was like playing with one yeah, arm. Right. Uh, and Snell was good. Darvish was gone. Um, Kim was hurt. Yeah. Uh, Tatis was on his, I mean, yeah, on his last leg. He was just dead tired. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Snell was pitching really well, and DeSoto was playing well, and Bogarts was playing well. But like as a as a whole, that team. Dude, it just was. If you watch the games, you would understand that 
that team if they just qualified probably i don't i wouldn't pick them to have made the world series like that diamondbacks no no and i agree i wouldn't have either i would tell you that things can happen but i agree with you i don't think that would have been the team to make yeah. the run but what we don't know about this upcoming the the issue the dodgers have run into each of the last two postseasons is well a they haven't hit but b their starting rotation has been awful They've had injuries, and they haven't had near the depth. The Padres' 2022 rotation was better than the Dodgers. The Diamondbacks' 2023 rotation was better than the Dodgers by the time they played. So, you know, listen, you look at this thing on paper, you're like, oh, my gosh, look at the Dodgers' rotation. They've added Yamamoto. Long-term, they've added Otani. But we don't know who's going to be healthy in October of 2024. And that's something that has really plagued the Dodgers. And plus, in those short series, if guys don't hit, they don't hit. Betts and Freeman were awful against Arizona. Um, and there'll they, be pressure. There's gonna be a lot of pressure, man. There's gonna be a lot of pressure on the LA Dodgers when they play yeah. their first postseason game in 2024. I mean, a lot. You thought the Padres had pressure just internally? Oh, not even close. Yep. I mean, the Dodgers, the pressure for them to if they don't win a World Series next year, John, you could almost just say it now on January 7th that it would be the biggest failure in the history of the sport, right? Mm, that's a stretch. If they're it's going to be the biggest failure in the history of the sport to not win a World Series. Because even like, what are the odds of winning the World Series? You just spent a billion dollars. But that doesn't matter. It's still like, it's still baseball. I get it. But even if they have, a, even if fan graphs even if they have are, a 50 50, let's say they had a 50% chance of winning the World Series. How could you say that if the other 50% occurred, it's the biggest disappointment in the history of the sport? Because who has gone into a season projected to have a 50% chance of winning the World Series? True. And I don't think they will, by the way. Like, has <laughs> any true. team has ever any had this team. projection? Exactly. Okay, that's interesting. That's fair. Yeah, the, the, they may be the most acclaimed team in the history of the sport heading into a season. The 2024 we're Dodgers. Sitting here, we're sitting here after last year when the Padres spent $250 plus million on their roster saying that was one of, if not the biggest disappointments in the history of baseball. But yeah, but clearly, they didn't make the playoffs. Clearly in, in Padres history, but... But they won 82 at, games. I know, but the it, going into that season, John, I don't know what their projections were, but they were like, what, 97-win team projection-wise? Yeah, maybe like 95, 96, yeah. 82 wins. Mm-hmm. That's but I'm massive. saying the Dodgers... Okay, I'll give you a hypothetical. Oh, I th- I'll people will laugh. Social media will be incredible. But if yeah, the Dodgers win 104 games... Okay. And lose in the National League Championship Series in six games, everyone will laugh. But I don't know if you'll call that the most disappointing season in baseball history. I would, dude. I would. It's a different type of disappointing season. Yeah, like, it's just like laugh out loud. Like you spent a billion dollars and you still didn't win the World Series. Yeah, you didn't even get to the World Series in my hypothetical. But yeah, I no. It's that's what they have coming to them. That's what they have coming. Like oh, if yeah. they don't win a World Series, it's bust. Oh, big like, time bust. I'm trying to think what other recent teams just again, it seems like it's easier, like in the NBA or the NBA, it's like you build like this, you're gonna win one. Like when the when Miami built like this, they won two. When yeah, but the first year you're like when Golden State added KD, I know I remember, but they lost in the finals. Um, when the Golden State added KD, it's like you're gonna win one. But when when the Dodgers add Otani and Yamamoto, it sounds big like adding KD, but it's 26 man sport and guys get hurt or a ball goes down the line off off first base. I mean, it's so unpredictable mm-hmm. that that it's hard to say. I agree. They should be the favorite and they will be the favorite. And I think their win total projections are gonna be stupid high. Mm-hmm. Um and let's see what happens. 
Did the Rangers, because I see Enzo in the chat, said the Rangers spent a billion dollars one. They spent a billion dollars? Last offseason? They signed DeGrom. Seager was the year before, right? Seager was in Simeon were the year before that. Because yeah, Seager was so hurt. I was gonna say over two years they spent a billion dollars. I don't think they did in one offseason. Yeah, two year span. Not not yeah. all of no, the They last spent a lot season. of money. They did. They did. They did. And DeGrom and I they, they brought in Scherzer yep. trade deadlines. That was a, yep. a you know, but I don't think they spent a billion dollars in one offseason. I don't think so. But they might have gotten close that two even two even off seasons they, ago. Even if they did two off seasons ago, you're right. They yep. still lost like big time. And they didn't make they didn't win seven yeah. games. Correct, but they kind of put themselves in a position, maybe. Um, Tony, thank you for the uh, super chat, guys. If you're here, please subscribe. You're on content for you for uh, baseball fans with the uh, Padres angle. And thank you for the super chats. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box, like Tony did. He says, Think they trade Tatis, Manny, Xander, or Cronenworth? If you're asking that as a question, I mean, I think no, Cronenworth would have been a possibility. I don't see that as likely because who wants them? And the other three have no trade clauses, yeah, no. Cronenworth has no trade value. They've 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 already tried to trade him this offseason, and reports are like nobody wants him. Like, why would somebody want a guy with an eighty million dollar contract that kicks in what this year or next? No chance. Right this year. I mean, it, it, he is a declining player. I would love to see Jay Cronenworth have a bounce back season, but the numbers are the numbers, and he's declined in a big way every single year since twenty twenty. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't see it. I think you could move Kim. You can I don't think Kim. it would be popular. It would be pitchfork time if they move Kim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's already kind of pitchfork time. All right, guys, kick off 2024 with our friends over at Aura. If you're looking to get healthier, this is exactly the place you should be going to ORA.organic. They have a plant-based nutritional product for you, and their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. And Aura is located right here in San Diego with offices in Liberty Station. They've got amazing products. You can take that from us. I've been taking their probiotic for two years nearly for digestion, heart health, mental health, and more. It's an amazing product. You should be taking it. They have proteins for after workouts. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils. You might be taking a fish oil. You should be taking an omega-3 oil that's plant-based from our friends over at Aura. They have sleep pills, which I've been taking recently. They also have immunity pills and much, much more. You can click the link in the description down below or go to ORA.organic. Again, kick off the new year by getting yourself, your family, and your friends healthier by visiting ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now, www.ORA.organic. Uh, if your New Year's resolution is to be healthier, this is the best place to go for you, supplements, uh, pre-workouts, protein powder for after workouts, to have everything for you to live a healthy lifestyle. Go there right now, www.ORA.organic, and uh, pick up some stuff, and you'll thank us later. I would say there, there's, there's two things to me that are interesting in 2024 that I'm not hearing anyone talk about. One of them is this. Will Shohei Otani pitch in 2024 by the time the season ends? I'd be shocked. He would we don't be even know what surgery over, he had, by the way. <laughs> I know, but no matter what it is, there's no surgery, if it's Tommy John related, that necessarily requires more than 12 or 13 months. There are guys that have been back in 12 months. And he would be 12 I, months in September. These guys have been back sooner than 12 months. I would think with Otani, as Played safe. much as they've invested in him, like 
play it as safe as possible and be back for 2025. Yeah, you're probably right. That's probably right. There's no point. I mean, I mean like, you know the Dodgers, are if they have a little bit of pitching problems, they're going to go out and trade for somebody or have some flamethrower come up through their system that will be lights out. They're getting Walker Bueller back. They have Yamamoto. Dustin May, did he, is he coming off of injury or not? I don't know. Well, it was um, a year ago. Like, I don't know the rest of the rotation. I know Kershaw is still a free agent out there. He'll be there. But they might bring him back just because, you know, it's Kershaw and he'll sign for like a one-year, $1 million yeah. deal with right. them. But it's not a situation where I think they're going to, like, push for Otani to start pitching again when they don't probably need him. Yeah, that that's the thing. I mean, we'll see. He's last in 2022 and 2023. They needed him. <laughs> you know, like those two years, they needed starting pitching in the mm-hmm. postseason. So it'll be interesting. And I feel like they always they they try to get cute during the regular season. Like, oh, we'll shut down. A, we'll shut down Kershaw. We will limit guys to like five innings, mm-hmm. and we'll be healthy in the postseason. But that hasn't worked the last two years. Um, and then I think outside of that, it's like, are people like, is Arizona like a legitimate? nationally contender they won 84 games last year and then they made their run and they've enhanced again their rotation but like when you when you think of the top three teams in the national league is arizona in that conversation yeah like atlanta is definitely in that conversation right atlanta for sure i mean um, philadelphia ahead philadelphia, of arizona I, I i would put right now the national league you got atlanta philadelphia I think the Marlins were fool's gold last year. Yeah. Um, then I would have the Dodgers and Arizona. Then who, like Milwaukee or something? I guess, I guess Milwaukee. Was, yeah, I don't know. See, the thing is, there's still like a lot of good players left on the board. There are. You know, and one of those players going somewhere could change things. Like if the Giants ended up signing Hater and Snell. Snell and and Chapman, you yeah. know, like that changes things. Or if they sign Snell and Bellinger, or they sign mm-hmm. Chapman and Bellinger, that changes things. Um, I would say you have at least I put the Brewers in there ahead of the Padres, just because of recency. Yeah. Like Padres are in the middle of the pack, would be my guess. Middle of the pack, but yeah, Air, dude, Diamondbacks. Yeah, I would definitely. They have Ke- they have Merrill Kelly, they have uh, Rodriguez. And um, yeah, they have enough pitching. I agree. Who, who's other? I, I'm blanking on his name. Finished finished top ten in Cy Young. Oh really yeah, 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 yeah. He's like Why am I blanking? Five, right. Oh my god, I'm blanking. Why am I, I'm thinking like Glass now for some reason. It's definitely not. Uh, it's not someone put in the chat. Not Merrill. It's not Merrill Kelly. Zach Allen. I'm, Zach Allen. Jesus. So last year, yeah, their rotation was really. It was a yeah. I mean, Gallon and Kelly were really good. You add Rodriguez to it. That's a pretty good rotation. Yeah. And then their lineup was solid. You know, Corbin Carroll is a beast. Yeah. Uh, Marte, Christian Walker be, was good. Christian Walker is very good. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know if top, where Tommy Pham is gonna go because he's a free agent. But like, true. You know, the Diamondbacks has that. Yes, they have really good talent, and I, I think they're still going to be. Definitely in the mix for sure. Injuries all, you know, yeah, exactly. Withstanding. 
It'll be interesting. I mean, these next five weeks, I don't, I mean, Preller told us, I guess he was, he was being truthful in this regard. He's like, we're going to wait to January and see if there's any deals to be had. These guys have to sign and maybe we can get some deals in January, but there, there's some truth in what Bob Nightingale wrote, which is like they got 20 million bucks and they got four or five, six holes. So do the math on that. And you're not spending a lot per player in that scenario, no, unless you're making no, a trade. No. And, and so, that's why it's a scary proposition. Cause like you said, they're they they will have a left fielder and a center fielder out there on opening day. I feel good about Korea. that in Korea. They're not just going to have Tatis roam in the outfield. Right. Problem there is, who do they have, and are those guys any good? <laughs> yeah, that remains very much to be. And I like also Machado. Like, what is he? Is he healthy? Is he playing in spring training? Is he hitting? Like, what's his health look like? To start the season, that's, oh, I don't know, massive. <laughs> we have to deal with uh, a Xander Bogart's wrist injury Hopefully not. on and Good off point. throughout this rest of this. I mean, mm-hmm. has that thing been cleaned up and fixed? Like, we not have to worry about that this year? Because that just completely ruined his season last year. I mean, he was one of the worst offensive players in baseball at times. Do, now, did he have anything done in the offseason to it i forget he just had cortisone like twice last year right yeah he, i don't think he had any surgery on it i could be wrong but i, I didn't see anything any yeah i don't i don't think i saw like surgery anything. or something it seemed like he might be heading in that direction that's like, what i, I thought we, i think we were like advocating for it like just shut him down <laughs> like in august when they were under 500 and things weren't looking good i think i was like hey just get that thing fixed but i don't know what that looks like but yeah, I mean, that is a concern. Um, Just a little bit. That's a big-time concern. It is. Um, okay, well, we have a moment here, guys. I do want to remind you about our partner here on the wrap-up show, Underdog Fantasy. This is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, especially with NFL playoffs kicking off this weekend. you got to get there with the pickums. You can win 20 times your money in a single, single day. Um, you get two right, you win three times your money. You get three right, you win six times. You get four right, you win 10 times. If you win five for five, you win 20 times. You can insure it as well and still win by getting one incorrect. So double your first deposit up to $100 at underdogfantasy.com by using promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Again, double your first deposit up to $100. You don't have to deposit $100. You can deposit $10 or more, and you will get, Again, a double of your first deposit by using promo code PODSWRAP. That is P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Again, baseball is coming back. NFL playoffs are here. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get a double of your first deposit up to $100 at underdogfantasy.com. All right, join us tomorrow on San Diego Sports 760 or on the free iHeartRadio app. We are on the air from 3 to 6. We'll be talking more about, well, Again, the NLS and what's going on with the Dodgers and the Giants are doing and what the Padres are not doing. Um, so we'll be talking Padres baseball with you throughout the course of next week. So please join us. You can find us on YouTube, by the way. Search for John and Jim 760. We've got a YouTube channel for our radio show, which is every single weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. We're talking as much Padres baseball as anyone in San Diego. Is there anything by else, Jim, we're missing? Well, I just wanted to say we have over 200 people in the chat right now at uh, 1030 at night. Appreciate all of you in the chat. Uh, if all 211 of you aren't subscribed to this mm-hmm. channel, if you aren't, 
hit that subscribe button. Greatly appreciated. Hit the like button. Also, if the 200 plus people are not subscribed to our John and Jim page, mm. go subscribe there to John and Jim 760. Search it. It's also on our front page on, on YouTube as well. If you have not subscribed, go subscribe subscribe there. We have videos every Monday through Friday, three to six every day. Uh, videos here, the wrap-up show. So there's a lot of people that, that watch videos. They're kind of lurkers, and they don't subscribe. Hit that subscribe button if you have not subscribed yet, and that's uh, greatly appreciated. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I just put a link in the live chat to our John and Jim YouTube channel, which has only been around for six months, maybe, uh, August. Since, since the end of August. Okay, so since August of 2023. So we've just gotten that thing off the ground. If you wouldn't mind subscribing, we do appreciate it to Jim's point. And yeah, I mean, we do this for you guys. So, you know, your subscriptions are appreciated. It doesn't cost you a penny. The likes are appreciated. You follow us on social media. We appreciate it at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you're looking for the audio only edition, by the way, of this show, you can get it by clicking the link in the description down below as well. So please subscribe. We are here for you in January. On Sunday nights, January 7th, we're here for you year-round. If you are a Padres fan, if you're a baseball fan looking for that Padres angle, please give us a subscribe. Um, all right, we'll see you tomorrow on the radio or on YouTube at 3 p.m. And uh, for Jim, I'm John, and this has been The Wrap-Up Show. Have a good one, everybody. Peace out, bye. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.